Hello and welcome to episode 32 of series two of the Engaging Internal Comms podcast. This is the show for employee engagers and internal communicators who like to keep up to date with all that is new in our profession. My name's Craig Smith from The Big Picture People. Welcome to another short episode that we've put together, which is a compilation of some clips from of our favorite interviews from across the two series of the Engaging Internal Comms podcast. Now, you can listen to all of the interviews that we're going to be covering today in their entirety, either on your podcast platform of choice, whatever you're listening to this podcast on now, or you can go to our website, which is engagingic.com, where we have a back catalog now of over 60 episodes, 60 interviews that we recorded over the last two years, uh, including some of the, the leading leading internal communicators, employee engagers across our profession. So uh, I hope you will, uh, this today's episode will inspire you to go back and have a listen to some of those. Um, so just a little bit of context of what this compilation episode is all about. We are really keen to uh, help our clients going into the, the next year. So we're recording this at the back end of 2021, just in case you're listening to this, to this at some point in the future. But as we go into 2022, and indeed in, as we go into any 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 new year or any new uh, new sort of phase of our business, I think it's always really important that we connect our employees to our purpose. Now, uh, as I said at the time of recording, we are just, well, hopefully getting towards the end of this uh, this endless pandemic. Uh, but uh, we may well, that may be premature to to anticipate that. But we are certainly being through uh, two really tough years, uh, regardless of what whatever line of work that we are in. I don't think there's any denying that, both professionally and personally. Uh, and, and we passionately believe that it's really important that we keep reminding our employees of our own our organizational purpose and and what it is we're about and why we we need to keep that enthusiasm for our work now obviously that's that's being empathetic to their personal needs as well and their own uh, mental health and well-being but i think it's really important and, and and a big contributor towards that is feeling as that they are doing something useful that they are they are not just going through the motions and earning their salary and racking up the hours uh, every week, but are actually doing something worthwhile and purposeful. And that's something that we're really, really passionate about at the big picture people. Uh, and one of the things that we're, we're putting out next year as a, as a new offering to our clients is a, is a, is a process known as what we're calling our discovery map process. And this is a workshop which allows organizations to kind of regroup, uh, reimagine, rethink through what it is they're trying to do and create what we call a discovery map, which is something that they can use to to share this narrative about about why why we do what we do and where we're going and maybe what are some of the challenges in the in the near term future that we need to be able to all collectively deal with uh, that 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 you can create with your leadership team or with a wider group if you wish we can do this online or face to face uh, and the outcome of that is what we call a, a discovery map which is something that that you can use a visual tool that you can use to help your employees to really understand what it is that we get out of bed for every morning and why we should really care. So that's a new product that we're offering to clients uh, in, the, in the coming year. 
you can find that on our website if you go to our website if you go to uh, thebigpicturepeople.co.uk on our products tab if you go down to the bottom there you'll see discovery map it's a new product so it's near the bottom but uh, if you're interested in in finding out more about that get in touch with me and we can talk to you all about that but um just sort of linking that together we wanted to just think about in this episode as as, as we get towards the end of uh, this year 2021 um about organizational purpose and why why we should really care about it and what difference it actually makes if we work in an organization that has got a really clear organizational purpose that everybody gets and understands and more importantly behaves in 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 accordance with so what we've done in this this episode is we've collated a number of interviews or short clips from interviews where we talked about organizational purpose and given the nature of the podcast it is something we've talked about a lot um and what we've got for you here is a is a sort of combination of what we should be doing to kind of bring that purpose to life for our employees but also some really really strong clear-cut examples from practitioners internal comms and employee engagement managers working in in organizations about what they've done and how they've really made that purpose something really vivid and tangible for their employees and something that uh, they've consistently communicated so that's what to today's interviews are or interview clips are all about um just just before we go into those just finally we are as you know these these are these are short episodes that we're putting out at, uh, at the end of this this second series of the podcast we will be back early in january or early in early next year probably towards the middle of january with our first episodes of series three of the podcast which is a brand new series of brand new interviews uh, we may have one more of these compilation episodes for you to listen to uh, be, before then though uh, right at the beginning of january anyway so uh, anyway as i said back onto the core the core message today which is all about organizational purpose back in the fourth episode of the first series of the podcast i spoke to dr graham ward who is adjunct professor of organizational behavior at INSEAD business school graham told us all about the importance of purpose and organizational purpose in helping employees feel happy and fulfilled and he also talked to us about the importance of transitioning through career changes that he'd experienced in his life and how purpose had played a really important part of that. What Graham went on to talk about towards the end of his, his interview was how we can connect our people to our organizational purpose. And his advice was that organizations should workshop this purpose in order to really understand what it was that their purpose was and how it related to their employees. So let's hear, to what, hear what Graham has to say about that. Well, ask yourself the question, as Pete Drucker did, why do we exist? And, you mm. know, so it's getting to that why. And so that's the first thing. And then when you figured out the answer to that question, I think the way to really get at this, which is, again, it takes a bit of work, is to workshop it. Uh, I think you need to be in the organization and have people sit and talk about the culture, which is the lens through which all of this stuff em emerges. And so, okay, so what kind of culture do we have or what do we want? How do we want to work and be together in this particular tribe of people that's called this company? And once you've figured mm -hmm. that out, this is what we stand for. This is what we will not stand for. These are our red lines. What do we want to, and this is going to sound like a strange expression, Craig, but it's like, what do we want our sons and daughters to be? And what I mean mm -hmm. is, you know, our next generation of people. Um, then, then and only then you've got a horizon through which to work, to, towards which to work. And I think you get at that through the cultural lens. 
And so I think to workshop that and to ask people the question um, actually has been proven to improve engagement. Uh, you know, people get engaged when you start, uh, but only, of course, if you do something about it. If you ask the question, you don't address it, trust goes down. So you've got to, you've got to be prepared to do something with the result. So building on what Graham was talking about in that last clip, we went on in episode 10 of the first series of the podcast to talk to Hannah Shepard. Hannah Shepard was head of customer marketing at Virgin Media, and she'd worked in a variety of roles. Um, and what Hannah went on to give us were some really practical examples of how they had built purpose into their work within Virgin Media. And, and what Hannah had told us all about, about was the importance of listening to employees. And it was really about helping employees see the purpose in in action and winning hearts and minds through that. Uh, Hannah gave a really uh, accurate description of the work that they'd done within the organization. And this is just a short clip of her explaining some of that work to us. Yeah, so we um, did a lot of stuff around talking to our employees and, and asking them to do kind of user-generated content as well. So the purpose is building connections that really matter. And I guess for a business like Virgin Media, we're expanding our network. So we're actually physically building cable into the ground to, to enable mm. people to stay connected to the things that matter to them. And then the types of services that we're offering, and I think, God, even, you know, even more so now, but how we stay connected with our friends, our family, our loved ones, but then also to kind of the fun entertainment and the kind of Netflix <laughs> Mm, yeah and all the stuff that we're consuming so it was about unpacking it in getting our people to tell that story so we interviewed people across the whole business of kind of what does that um, purpose mean to them and how do they play a part in it how do they show up and um, and why they're proud um to have that as their their kind of purpose um and just I think also kind of really keeping it alive but not in a I don't know what the word is but not in a kind of dictatorial way mm. more in a kind of this is ours this is what we stand for and looks was very good at kind of being open and say I want everyone you know if we're doing things that don't align to our purpose speak out kind of shout out and say this doesn't you know this doesn't align this is kind of why we're here as a business um, so giving people that kind of forum to be able to do that. Um, but, yeah, it was really about sharing stories and continuing to share those stories that show how we are, because we are on a day-to-day -day basis. And, again, it comes back down to kind of our customer-facing staff. They're doing it on a daily basis with our customers. They're, you know, building connections um, and enabling connections for our customers to the things that really matter to them. So it was just about creating a platform. An area that is closely related to organisational purpose is organisational values. If you think about the purpose being the direction and the, and the, uh, the destination for the organisation, values often define how we're going to get there. They articulate how we're going to treat each other, how we're going to prioritise things going forward. And I think when we talk to organisations and clients and about values and when we hear about values, there's often a tendency to see values as something that just needs to be broadcast, uh, that's something that needs to be be laminated, put on walls, put in meeting rooms so that we kind of know what they are. 
but I think finding organizations that really do a deep dive into that and help uh, help their employees really kind of operationalize those values and think about how they drive their day-to-day behaviors is less less common. But in episode 21 of the second series of the podcast, I was fortunate enough to speak to Laura Colantrano. Now, Laura speaks uh, is speaking on behalf of her organization, which is Kraft Heinz, which is a major f- uh, food uh, business within within the within the world it's a it's a global business and and laura was telling us all about the work that they'd done um and very ambitiously that they embarked upon during the pandemic of launching six new craft heinz values to their employees so in this interview you're going to hear laura talk about some of the really practical work that they did there some very very uh very very tangible examples of the work that they'd done to really bring those values to life and to supplement their overall organization purpose as well. Yeah, quite quite a talent. Mm. Uh, so we, we we clearly needed to you know to move beyond only driving awareness as such into driving inspiration right around these values. Right. So we decided to make it personal really, and and we launched this um, seven month long cross markets campaign, which was launched with a video teaser and, and a call for nominations in July last year, and ran until January this year. Mm. Um, and to help land the campaign, it was really crucial to tie each value to um, an already important moment in the business, um, such as Pride Month for Widemann Diversity or mm. uh, appraisal season for We Champion Way People. And, and each month we we shared and celebrated the unique ways um, employees were already living and breathing the values. Uh, but this campaign more specifically uh, had three core elements. So the crowdsourcing piece, um, employees were invited to nominate a person who exemplified the values mm. and, and, and then an internal judging panel shortlisted up to four candidates every month and and we relied a lot on our local country teams to to really translate and contextualize monthly nominations and and drive the engagement mm. and it was also you know a chance for for them for local markets to to shine in front of the rest uh, of the zone Second element, storytelling that did the magic. So the selected candidates were interviewed and we created, you know, this beautifully designed feature pieces, sometimes videos as well, uh, and, and featured across all our internal channels. And the third one, uh, amplifying. So, uh, you know, the, the stand-up stories were then featured in special moments across the business, like quarterly town halls, but even externally uh, on our company LinkedIn page and and uh, used as, as employer branding asset. There's a very popular model, which is by Simon Sinek, which I'm sure many of you have come across, which is all about the, the, the importance of why. Uh, Simon Sinek's model talks about the fact that often organizations spend a lot of time talking about what they do and how they do it, but often don't talk about why they do it. And and I guess that's at the heart of what we're talking about when we're talking about organizational purpose is really understanding that why. Why do we get out of bed? Why should we care? Why should we put that extra bit of effort in uh, to the work that we do? Now, in the first series of the second, uh, sorry, the first episode of the second series of the podcast, I was fortunate enough to speak to Linda McCormack. Linda works for Anglian Wharton. She's their head of internal communications. And Linda was talking very much around the importance of employee advocacy, why we want our employees to feel pride, to be advocates for the business, not just in, in their daily interactions with their customers or their clients, but also talking about their organization with pride and energy and enthusiasm in other conversations outside of work to friends to family um, that sort of thing so 
Linda gave us a really good account of the work that they've been doing within Anglian Water to really build that pride and advocacy into their purpose building work and how that that's played a really key role in creating really high levels of employee engagement and passion within the organisation. So let's just hear what Linda had to say about that. Disconnection is a problem now, especially, isn't it? Um, even even mm. with all the technology. Um, one of the things I think we, we do quite well, um, and I'm, I'm proud to say, in, in Anglian Water and in, in, in general, but, you know, I'm speaking for my own, for, for the comms team, is we do quite a bit of co-creation. Um, mm. So, you know, getting people involved when we're, we're, we're talking about stuff before we even build it, uh, finding out what makes people tick, what doesn't make them tick, and and how ha- and how they feel. And again, it goes back to this kind of pride in Anglian Water. Um, we did uh, research for you know uh, a big customer drive and also a culture program, and it brought out so much as as these things do. That's a whole other day's podcast, I'm sure. But anyway. Um, well, the main thing we discovered that people were proud, especially, you know, well, everybody is, feels proud to work for Anglian Water mm. because water is so vital and, and people are genuinely proud of what we do and how we do it. Um, and it was kind mm. of harnessing that pride. Again, going back to a lofty purpose, you kind of, you have to explain to people, or I felt, and it has worked, explaining to people what it is and, and you know, what, what is a purpose? Um, and, you know, it's a North Star. If everybody can get behind this North Star, this common goal, um, mm. it, it inspires change, it inspires um, better ways to do things. And, and also the thing that I think is very, is very um, I'm quite passionate about this, but the thing I think is people miss sometimes about a purpose is a purpose is a guiding star. It's, it's forever pursued, but it's difficult to reach. Yeah. And that's why yeah. it inspires change. Uh, the, yeah. the fact that we never quite get there means that we always need to evolve, explore, transform, you know, find better ways. And that's, that's what, Anglian Water is all about. So that was kind of the why, and then the what yeah. was the or mission, I suppose. If we're you know, let's go back to the eighties. Um, yeah, and that, that 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 that's basically you know our our mission statement. Although we don't use it very often, is water is our business. We handle with care, and we don't cost the earth. And that that supports the purpose. So you can start to see the ladder forming. And I, I you know, I have a quite a an analytical mindset. I'm told by my personality type things. Um, so for me, logical steps. It, logical steps yeah. make sense. And then we got we got everybody in the business to get one. Well, everybody, like you know, everybody from various different communities. So lots of representatives of people across the business to then build our values, which are the things that underpin the whole thing. They're the standards of behaviour. Um, they help us support and challenge each other. And through the tough times, um, as well as the good times, they help us uh, underpin our mission and purpose. So you kind of had a you know why a purpose is important. Um, you know you know you know, what we do and, you know, our values, the values are the things that matter here in Anglian Water, the behaviours that matter. Again, building on the last clip that we just heard there, right back at the very beginning of the podcast in episode one of the first series of the podcast, I spoke to Arafa Hennigan. Now, Arafa was head of brand at online electrical retailer AO. And Arafa was very passionate about the fact that the brand that the organization presents externally should match up very closely, or if not very closely, we should be identical to what our employees experience within the organization. A real sense of realism and being a good place to work, because as Arafa 
points out in this clip that if we are not delivering a great experience for our employees as an employer, then how are they expected to deliver a great experience for our customers who are, as we probably recognize, very important, if not the most important people who we deal with. And, and Rafa uses two, I love what, what Rafa says at the end of this clip about how they've really brought this home and made this very real for their employees uh, in, a, in a very non-corporate way, albeit that I think it's a really powerful and probably one of the best examples I've heard of how we can get our employees to really think about what they're doing and how they're behaving when they're interacting with our customers uh, that really, really emphasizes and upholds our brand promise uh, to to our customers. So um, I, I, I think you'll enjoy this this clip and I really enjoyed this interview. And, and if you haven't listened to this one, I, uh, as with all of these, I'd strongly advise you go back to this one. It's, it's the easiest one to find. It's the very first uh, interview episode that we did, uh, episode one of series one. Our purpose is to have the happiest customers by relentlessly striving for a better way. And it's that, that, yeah. that those, the ethos, the part of that, they have to feel and they have to feel it in their their day-to-day lives so yeah being able so happiest customers we talk a lot about um happiest customers means internal and external and whilst yeah. you know we're not expecting everyone to um jump around for joy every single day that they come into work because that's unreasonable huh this is actually about making sure that you've done the best that you can do and to yeah. to see that not only within your job but seeing it across the rest of the business so yeah. ao try and make the place a good place to be so yeah. um and 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 you're right this for some people it is a job they just come in do their job and go but let's make sure that they're in a place that they actually enjoy being in yeah. Um, and and for yeah. me, it's that it's that reciprocal part, isn't it? You can't ask someone to go above and beyond if you're not willing to go above and beyond for them. Yeah. So we, you know, we want our people to do the best by our customers, but we have to make sure that we're doing the best by our people. Everything that we can do to try and make the experience that people that people that work with us as frictionless and as happy mm. as possible mm. is what we do for our own people because we're expecting them to do the same for other people. You know, brilliant for our customers. You couldn't expect someone who comes say they work part-time in the call center to treat uh, we have a we have a couple of phrases in our businesses to make decisions our mum would be proud of and to treat every customer like they're our gran mm. um and in any other business you would have we act with integrity and we are personal yeah that's fine but actually how ao say it is that make decisions your mum would be proud of and treat every customer like your gran unless ao makes it personal they're not going to make it personal with the customers so we yeah. make it personal by saying it's a great place to work. We'll treat you really well. You'll feel like family. You know, we'll all be part of this one tribe. We're all going in this one direction. You're supported from the top. Um, there's a lot of honesty and candor. Um, yeah. JR, our founder, talks about uh, kind, candor without cruelty. You know, it's about being really honest, treating everyone like they're grown-ups, but doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for us, we what we ask people to do, we demonstrate the final clip in this short episode is from an interview that we did in series two in episode 25. So towards the end of the, of the series that we've just finished uh, of the podcast. Uh, and we had Niall Ryan on, who was from the uh, Department of Health and Social Care, which was a department of the government in the UK, which was involved massively in the communication of the uh, pandemic and is still involved in that at the moment. Um, 
Niall had a really interesting story to tell us, which, which was all about how he and his team had developed organizational purpose and communicated and retained a sense of organizational purpose during obviously what was an extremely busy time for them, but also during a time where they'd had to onboard quite a lot of new extra people during the pandemic and people who'd actually never met their colleagues face to face. They'd only ever worked in an online environment for their new employer. And so Niall, throughout the interview, reinforced how they'd help to build and sustain a sense of purpose uh, during this really challenging time, both both for the you know for for the country and also for the for the individuals and the organisation itself. And Niall, in his interview, re emphasised three real important points that he'd taken from this whole experience, was which was the importance of reinforcing purpose. Uh, throughout the whole, uh, throughout the whole uh, event, throughout the whole experience that he'd been through, was to create. Also, the second one was to create a conversation for, for uh, sorry, an environment for conversation. Um, and this is where he he really kind of made sure that employees could connect with the organization's leaders. That there was a real transparency. And I guess I've heard a lot of this from other interviews and also talking to clients during the pandemic. That 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 connectivity across the organization has been really important helping people to recognize uh, their own value within the organization uh, and the importance that, that they have. And then the other one was gaining feedback. And I'll talk very much around it, the importance of getting import, getting feedback from, from everyone within the organization to make sure that, that the communication and engagement was, was, was really working. Um, Niall also talked about something else that I think was really important in this, this whole concept of purpose that we've been talking about is that people can recognize and bring their whole self to work and have a real sense of personal belonging within the organization as well. I think that's exceptionally important when we're creating purpose. So let's just hear a small section from that interview with Niall and see what he had to say about organizational purpose and his experience, particularly during the pandemic. I would have always done this as in any other internal communicator, just reinforcing purpose. I think, though, what's just sharpened my focus is the need to make purpose and strategy relevant and meaningful to individuals to showcase how they're making a difference yeah. in what they deliver. And, and really, actually, it's it's the end. How do we play that back into the organization, people at the front line mm. who, who are making this come to life? So, so, you know, it's not about leaders sitting down, deciding this is a strategy we should go forward blah, 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 et cetera. Um, and that's, of course, necessary. Yeah. But actually, how do you bring that to life? So if anything, probably the pandemic has just reinforced that. Yeah. Um, but also reinforced that actually it is about employees. How do you make it meaningful? Yeah. Which is a, it is a challenge for many organizations that strategy can be a bit ethereal and it's not always easy to try and connect it to the front line. No. Um, and then the other thing that that, that uh, is again, become more prevalent, probably thinking about the fact that one of the outcomes, and I'm actually now uh, an example of it, my, my new role is completely remote role, um, which is sort of an outcome of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking about how do we make conversations, uh, uh, create an environment where conversations can happen where allow people to bring their whole self to the workplace you know, yeah. well-being, DNI, really important. How do we get those feedback mechanisms, and how do we create people for opportunities for people to be involved in what's happening in the organisation, decision making, etc. Because um, I'm working in an organisation now that predominantly will stay um, 
probably 70% remote, etc. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's top of my mind. How do I double down on that, 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 that kind of focus to make sure that um, people are still involved in the organization whilst being virtual? So that's it for this episode. As I said at the beginning, uh, we're, we're just putting out these short magazine compilation episodes while we are recording the content for the next series of the podcast, which is going to be going out in January. I think we'll probably have another one of these uh, shorter episodes for you to listen to at the beginning of January. And then the first, they, they we'll be launching the new series uh, in, in January. We'll confirm the date with you. The best way, as I said uh, at the beginning, uh, to to, to to make sure you don't miss out on that is to sign up for the podcast, subscribe to it, whatever you're listening to this podcast to on now, whichever platform you're using, uh, subscribe to the podcast and you will make sure that you then get the latest episodes when they come out. You can also, as I said, head across to our website, which is engagingic.com and you can sign up for our mailing list there and we will let you know when new episodes are coming out and we'll also give you a sneak peek of what will be coming out in the uh, episodes to come as well. So uh, this is the uh, the final episode of 2021, if you're listening to this live. Obviously, if you listen to this some point in the future, um, uh, that, that is kind of slightly irrelevant. But but if you are listening to this live and you are listening to this today or before the end of uh, 2021, I do wish you all the best for the, uh, the coming year. I hope it's a, a better year in some respects than the year that we've had, although it's been there's been a lot of learning and a lot of uh, reflection and building on the uh, the first year of the pandemic, the second year just when we thought it was over it seems to have uh, uh, the, the pandemic seems to have reared its head again but i guess we're going to be going through waves of this going forward but um yeah it's just to say thank you for your loyalty if you've listened been listening for a while then that's brilliant if you've just found us today or this is the first time you've listened to the podcast i hope this compilation episode has given you uh, maybe a little bit of um, interest in going back and maybe listening to some of the episodes that you'd not listened to before um, and uh, whether it's related to the the clips that we've listened to today or some of the other episodes that we have on our, our website which is again engagingic.com over 60 episodes of the podcast there for you to listen to uh, definitely rec recommend you go back there's lots of really rich learning in there for you and we hope it's added a lot of value to your work so I wish you all the best for the remainder of this year 2021 and can't wait to bring you some really exciting new interviews in 2022 thank you very much mm -hmm.